So this is episode 13, La M-M-M, Mickey Mouse. Um, gotta look to Anthony for a throwback because something just passed on the 18th, November 18th. Uh, yes. Was that uh, Mickey's uh, 92nd birthday or whatever? Wow. 93rd birthday? We, we don't even get a happy birthday. Wow. <laughs> wow. For me? Yeah. Why? Huh? Because it was Why? Mickey's birthday. Yeah, but you know, I don't believe in celebrating uh, birthdays that aren't uh, on the... You know, remember I ranted about that on the yeah, other podcast. I do. I do. It's 93, <laughs> by the way. 93. I su- yeah, I said 92 or 93. I yeah. don't... I forget. He's old. What are you going to do? Yeah. Then we'll, oh, go into, we'll, go into the, we'll go into the Charlie Brown thing and say, Christmas time is here. Because <laughs> that's where we're at for both uh, parks that uh, we... That we deal with for the most part. Uh, I'm open. I'll let anybody do what they want to do. Well, I know we'll talk about a bunch of crap anyway. I want to talk about Black Santa. Okay. I know that sounds weird, but I was yeah. Everybody's I right. mean, what else? What else can you say about it? I mean, you can say a lot because I have no idea what you're talking about. You look pretty well, cool. Disney and Walt Disney World have uh, introduced Black Santas for the first time in their history. Ah, Black <laughs> Santa Claus. All right. Uh, it was all over the media deal. yesterday. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't see it. Okay. Media. I was at Disneyland. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you didn't see the news, or you didn't see Black Santa? Uh, neither. I saw, okay. I saw neither. Uh, so, uh, when you guys are at the parks, keep an eye out for that. I don't know if he's only at Disneyland, or if he's at DCA, or if he's at, or if there's both. But uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's a big Is deal. this uh, the a well, meeting a meeting uh, group type one, or just because I, assume, I saw the parade? I and the, the uh, parade I was. The... I think he's in the parade. Okay. Because I think the pictures I saw was him in the uh, the sleigh on the parade. Well, the one at I Disneyland was the one that fell through a couple of years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got launched. Yeah. Santa walk, you know, at DCA where they do the that like trail. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, and at uh, the Grizzly or uh, yeah. yeah. Over there, yes. they're apparently they're doing a whole Santa walk. Um, we didn't get to it yesterday, uh, but we our plan is to try to hit it up either tomorrow or Friday to go see, you know, what it's about. But apparently you walk through it, and then there's Santa, and you get a photo op with Santa. Um, so I'll keep my eyes out for that. I want to say that that Santa walk is not new, but I, I don't know. Huh? I want to say that that Santa walk is not a new thing, but I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't been at Disney uh, for Christmas in over 10 years, so I have no idea. But um, we definitely want to go check it out. And I don't understand why we can't have Santas of all nationalities. Like, isn't Santa everyone? Like, I don't know. I miss that. And I think I speak for Phyllis uh, on behalf of Phyllis from the office to say, why not women Santa? Well, we get Mrs. Claus. We're, we're, no. we're no, 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 no. Not Mrs. Claus. Woman Santa. Okay, one woman Santa, not Mrs. Claus. I'm not that much of a feminist. Santa can stay <laughs> Santa, and Mrs. Claus can stay at home with her cookies and the elves. <clears throat> and uh, Santa can continue to go do his uh, park hopping all day long. But I no, I only bring it up because that's one of my favorite episodes of The Office. Is when Phyllis <laughs> when uh, Jim says that Phyllis could be Santa, and then Michael gets so pissed off because he's he's Santa. And he's like, women can't be Santa. Come sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that at, I heard that at Knott's, 
they brought Santa Snoopy in early to relieve Santa when he goes on break. Uh. So I'm interested because usually Santa Snoopy doesn't show up till the 26th. Um, and it's just Santa all year, like mm. from November to the 25th nice. or fourth. So I, I don't know. Pictures today, right? Yeah, I think that'll be great. I like Snoopy Santa. I think he's fun. I think he's better than Santa there. <laughs> well, I mean that's yeah. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for that to see if uh, I'm interested to know if uh, if Black Santa's only in the parade or if he also does the meet and greet at DCA or or, or like you said on the trail because he's not at the store anymore. Now he's on the trail only, right? I don't think he's From been in the I store know, for yeah, quite a while. Been there. What? What's that, Dan? I don't think he's been in the store for quite a while. Since they yeah. moved him to the trail, right? Right. Yeah, he's always been okay, at the yeah. trail. The he hasn't always been at the trail. That's only been since like was in, one uh, one year. He was in Elias and Company before, in the right. uh, that very uh, the actual Elias and Company store at the very end, closest to the trail. Right. That must yeah, have been was... a logistical mess, though, to have Santa. It at was. Oh, you know what? The and popcorn always, bucket lines. You know how long. The lines for you know how long the lines for Mickey get when he just stands right there, right? Well, I mean, yeah, the the lines for Santa, then they have to have them go the other way because they ha- can't have the line go towards the tree, so they have to have the line go down, back down towards the DCA entrance, and, and it's it's just a mess. But yeah, no, uh, that's good. I'm glad that they when they moved him to over there to the trail. Do you remember? The I think short, that's only been one year. Do but... you remember the short period of time that DCA was open late? They were open like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock for – it wasn't that long, but they were. Maybe – Until 11. Maybe 2010s or something like that, very early, 2010, 2009. Oh, I didn't have my pass at that um, time. Well, I have a picture with that Santa and one of the elves, and I literally just walked in. It must have been close <laughs> to closing time, and I just walked in, and Santa was just chilling on the on his chair. So I walked in and said, hey, it's Santa. Hey, Santa, can I get a picture? And like, yeah, of course. You know, like <laughs> – there's no one in line. It was, you know, 11 o'clock at night. So I got it with her and, his, and one of and Black elves, though. We had black elves oh. at the time. Black elves. There was so. even a line yesterday for Horus, the character of, of Horus. That nice. I didn't know the guy's name. Aaron had to tell me. I was like, Horus well, let's is cool, make a though. horse of some kind. Hor- Horus Horse Caller. That's Horus, his name. Horse Caller, yeah. <laughs> there yeah, Horus is cool. With him, and I'm like, what an obscure character. But people were you know, people at Disney will queue for anything. <laughs> yeah, like well, five right minutes about. in line for a Toy Story popcorn bucket, like I did last time I went. Yeah, yeah. You talking about the you talking about that al- the alphabet one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think blocks. that popcorn bucket is stupid. It's actually super cute. And uh, I think it's um, stupid, but then I don't like Toy Story. Oh, that's why. And I, plus, plus, I think that it looks stupid. You want to know what I want? I want the freaking Frozen one that's coming to Tokyo. Disney oh, fan. that shit is sick. You, you know, you, know you want the alien sick. one with any color pajamas I'm they put on it. I'm not a Frozen fan. Oh. That bucket style was sick. This, I this want is the green the... tree. I wish they would bring back the green tree so that way somebody can get it for me. Oh, it's what gold. about the gold one? Uh, the gold that's one from that's Japan. Coming from, that's Hong coming Kong. from no, it's coming from Hong Kong. Yeah, do you like that one? Yeah, no, I don't like that one either. Yeah. I only partially liked the white one. I really just want the green one. Yeah. You'll have to find an eBayer for that one, I'm sure. Well, they'll bring it back eventually. They cycle through the colors. I'm sure you know a guy. They cycle through the colors. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're talking what guy? No, no, oh. yeah, don't we don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to do that much editing. <laughs> anyway, um, we went to. So yesterday, uh, we 
just popped into DCA for a little bit before our lunch reservation. So for like an hour, we were at DCA. And um, the lines for the festival food festival thing are so incredibly out of control long. Um, We happened to get like right before the line exploded and we, um, we didn't get any food. We just got two of these drinks that everybody raved about. They tasted like fruit juice. I'm sure everybody loved them, but it was all right. Where was that from? Uh, the, at DCA, one of the food carts, it's the one that has the pork belly food. I don't know the name of that cart, but, um, it has, it has this very long tropical name that nobody can pronounce. I was just (laughs) Can you give so that's me part of the that's part of the uh, festival of holidays. Yeah, the festival of holidays. That's what it is. Or festival of fatness. We had one of uh, the foods, uh, like the we had like the pot roast sandwich. It was really good. Um, and then we had uh, the same booth. We had like an open faced turkey thing. It was disgusting. It tastily was on a piece of bread. So I think those food, the food there is super hit or miss. Haven't tried anything at Knots yet, but our plan is to go hit Knots up a couple of times this season. Um, Can I just say real quick that 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 the ham sandwich at Wilderness Grill looks gross. Yeah, it looks super gross. Now the the boysenberry mustard I'm intrigued by. The boysenberry mustard I'm intrigued by, but the ham looks and the the Hawaiian bun. It just looks. It looks doesn't look appetizing. I'm like, like a bagel with a couple of ham. I would have been down for it, but I'm like, this is a uh, ham and cheese. This is well, a piece so of ham on strange. a bun. It's like, can we stop? Like we eat with our eyes first. I don't want to eat something that's all essentially in the same color palette. It, <laughs> it just looks disgusting. Um, you can get the boysenberry mustard, I think, though, like in a jar. Like, I think you can yeah, you it. can. Um, and it's really tasty. I've had it on other things, but that that's not going to save that sandwich for me. Sorry. <laughs> Neither <laughs> and is the, the Hawaiian bread. Milkshake. Oh my gosh, it's so gross. It's a milkshake with a bunt cake on top. No, thank you. I'm sorry, Knott's Berry Farm, but these two. Uh, that's my option. Um, I went to uh, Disney on the uh, first day of Christmas, which was also Disney Plus Day, <clears throat> and um, I had uh, wow. uh, that day lucky. Yeah, well, I had reservations anyway for that day, and then they announced it well, was Disney so you Plus would have Day. Had to have had reservations oh yeah, anyway that yeah, day. that, that was because was... by the time they announced it, that day had been long gone. Yeah, and we just got it because so we were like, oh, like... here's an open day and. In November, so we took it. But then they opened the dates a couple of days ago, and then that day was open. Yeah, what? so they opened the date earlier that week because that's what they've been doing. They've been opening days like during oh, the week. week of? So yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've been. People I knew have been that able to catch all them. of November, all of November and December had been gone since since well in October because my mom was looking for dates in those months, and she had to go all the way to January. Yeah, well, off air, we'll we'll kind of share with you how they're doing it. Um, because I'm about ready to try it too, and because I know a lot of people that have done it and have been successful getting you know something that they want, at least to get a couple no, days in the park. Um, but we, uh, I got there that day and I actually ran into. Um, I was actually I spent the day with Diggs. I ran into him in the parking lot, so um, we hung out. But they had they literally had the blue carpet rolled out, and the blue carpet took up the whole area of the entrance. Like as soon as you stepped in the gate, all the way to the areas where the just where the plaque is. 
So that whole big old thing. Uh, and it was like legit carpet, man. You couldn't see the seams. You could tell the seams were, were heat pressed together, like did you in your house. And it was just Dang, like, really? man, this is this is this is pretty crazy. It did it made the area look wide. Um, that was pretty cool. We got some uh, buttons, of course. But uh, I guess that during the they day, I guess they were doing, I think they were doing that in the morning. By the time we got there, we didn't get a hat. I saw people with hats, but um, uh. they, they weren't there by the time we got there. But I did see a few people. Um, with them, and I had wondered about that, but that must have been earlier in the day because they didn't have anything where there. There were still plenty of buttons, though. They were just, you know, how they do the buckets behind the when they when they scan you and they have the buckets there. So got a couple buttons. All the kids got buttons, and then all the kids got their uh, their lights because you know from I've spoken about this before, but um, my daughter collects the light necklaces. So we got the new ones, which are the bulbs. They look like candy canes, so they alternate. Um, red and white on the necklace, and then they have little imprints of uh, Mickey's head uh, on them. And then they do the usual, like, stay on, uh, flicker, things like that. So they're pretty cute. We got that. Um, the Disney Plus Day stuff really was Yeah, and you're not going ops. to Marius Nights, are you? I'm not going to Marius Nights, no. So she must be pretty disappointed she's not going to get that necklace. Um, no, You've not really. You've seen pictures of it, right? I've seen pictures of it. Oh, because the, yeah, the necklace for that has the, the lights... Yeah, no, it doesn't care. Um, just gets the new strand every year. But we have them with the candy canes from, or you know, the peppermints from last year, and the bells from the year before that, and all the different ones that just had the last, I don't know, five or six years. So quite a number. You talked to me of bells. I'm still mad I didn't get that that cup. Oh yeah. Um. So she got that. The Disney Plus Day stuff really was some photo ops. Um. I mean, the big news was all the stuff that was dropped on Disney Plus, but the only photo op I really wanted was Grogu, so we all did that one. <laughs> they did it at the the entrance to um, Galaxy's Edge in the middle, the middle entrance that's in over by Big Thunder Mountain. Um, so, <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. I saw what was done it was to it too. Cute maybe, photo op. I thought that was really a cute one. Maybe a 15 minute wait. It wasn't that crazy. Um, they just wanted you to show them your that you had Disney Plus on your phone. Which, I mean, everybody knew, like, no one's really going to look at this. So, showed them real quick. They took the picture. Those were complimentary photos. Um, nice. I was going to try to do the one with K2SO over by the launch bay, but we decided to um, to go over and get the, to DCA and get the uh, the popcorn bucket. So they had a K2SO. They had a K2SO. I would have rather done that. And C3PO. Um, I mean, it was in the plans. It just didn't work out. Like timing wise, it was it was pretty busy as you can imagine. Being the first day of Christmas, everybody jumped on that. What we wanted to do was see the parade. I got into the park maybe about 4:30, and the parade is at 5:30. The second parade is at 5:30. We went all the way back by Small World, and we ended up on the um that little pavilion right there. We ended up having to find a space to stand on that pavilion because it, it was so packed. I mean, first day of the parade, everybody wants to see it at night, so it just that was the first, it was just packed. Oh man, I saw them all over the place. Ugh. But they had the the characters were out. They had, um, and I think I sent you guys a video of um, uh, Pooh and and Eeyore and Tigger. Uh, they're all in just one of those little grassy areas over next to the castle, behind the fence. So you know, you get the distant photos. That they were doing there, um, and it, it was pretty busy. We waited an hour for the parade. The parade went by. Then we had to eat. And then said, well, let's get on a couple rides because the kids wanted to get on some rides. So they did. And then I was like, well, I mean, I kind of really want to get the popcorn bucket because my son, Anthony doesn't like Toy Story, but my son is a huge Toy Story fan. 
So he didn't even he didn't even know about it. And I was like, you know what? I I would like to get him that to kind of surprise him. You know, like this is what we got. He wanted pop. Should have wrapped it up for Christmas. <laughs> uh, no, because he likes to display that stuff. He has a few things like, um, you know, first of all, I can't even tell you how many woodies he has. He has different ones. He knows the variances in the in the dolls. Like he he knows his stuff, man. He doesn't play. Did when you it give comes him the root that. beer uh, uh, boot one? The what? The root beer float boot. Yeah, he has. The we day. have that. Mm. Oh, okay. The one from from Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we have that. Yeah, yeah. He has nice. that in his room. Um, anytime something like that comes yeah. out, I try to get it for him. So I mean, they're I mean they're good sports about stuff because they know we don't have to do anything because we're going back next week still. So my brother took him shopping somewhere just because I knew he didn't want to stand in line. But then they, he wanted to come back, so he came up with me. By that time, I was towards the front of the line, and he's like, "Wait, is that a toy, is that a Toy Story popcorn bucket?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And then he's like, "Are we getting that?" And I'm like, "Did you think I was going to stand this long this long in line just for popcorn?" <laughs> like this, just because I wanted some popcorn, and he was like, "I love you, Dad." <laughs> I threw one of those out there. Um, I thought it cute. was pretty funny, so I ended up buying two because why not? Like I wasn't looking to sell it. I was like, I'll put one in my classroom. So Gina, it's was in that the, the limit? Um, yeah, actually it was. The limit was two. Okay. So I bought my two. Um, Diggs actually ended up buying one because he thought it. By that time, he was like, "I'm here," and it's kind of cute. So he's, he picked one up too. Whatever. He's was gonna buy one anyways. <laughs> <He buys> anyway. <laughs> well. He said he wasn't, but that's what it is. I don't really Add care. Add it to the vault. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got that. And then at that point, our night was pretty much done. It was close to 11 o'clock already. And we're like, I pulled the kids as soon as they got out of school. And we left as soon as they got out of school. Damn. So like they, we had all, all had a long day. So we They weren't them. cranky at the end? My son was getting there a little bit. Oh, okay. And my daughter was fine. Um, We called it a night at that point, but... It was fun. It was packed. You know, we took some pictures of stuff, and we got to see walk by the castle before they did the fireworks. So I got a nice clean shot of the castle. Nobody in front of it because I'd already um, put everybody aside. And I'm whatever, whatever with the fireworks. You know, I'll see them when I want to see them, but I don't have to do it every time. The same with the parade. I won't have to do it every time. Although I do, I do enjoy that parade. I don't have to do it every time. So we'll until they change it, right? Um, I go back on. Wednesday, and I know Gina's going Monday. I guess I'll talk about that, but that's also when, by the time I go and when Gina goes tomorrow as we record this, Rise is supposed to go to standby. Stand yeah. So I've got an interesting story about that, and I knew that it was coming. So um, on the 15th, uh, my sister and our best friend and myself, we took Girls' Day and we went to Disneyland. We only did Disneyland. We had one day because they single day tickets for them i said okay i had my phone um we had kind of planned before because you know you can't really go to disney anymore and not have a plan if you only have one day so they were like we really want to ride that new ride and i was like oh no pressure okay i'll try to get us a boarding group so <laughs> i i got us a boarding group it was great um wasn't too far like it was a decent boarding group but rice has been having some issues and they have not been boarding right away in the morning we get there, we're doing our thing, we're having a great time, um, and they call us, and we the ride had been up and down all morning, so we, when they call us, we make our way back over there. I had never waited in a line that long for Rise of the Resistance, ever, and I have been on it a few times. Like I, I've managed to get boarding passes every time we wanted to go to Disney in the morning. So I've been on it a few times and usually the wait when they call you maybe 20 minutes, 
maybe 25. We waited an hour. We waited an hour for Rise of the Resistance. I was shocked. And I kept telling them, I'm like, wow, I've never seen the line this long. And it was using all of the, the, the line. Like the whole line was full. And I kept thinking, I wonder why they're calling us like this. Like, this is really, I've never seen this before. So it was super packed. We get on it. My sister and her friend had, like, they thought it was the best ride there. Um, and so uh, we had a great time, and that was it. And I'm wondering if they didn't do that because they were testing wait times, how many boarding groups they can call, how many people they could push through lines at different times. So I was one, I wonder if that wasn't like planned. I mean, it couldn't be, it could be, they just had an off day, but I don't know. It just seems coincidental, I guess. They've been having pre-show glitches sometimes. Well, it was running that day. I'll tell you, it felt like it was running a little slow. Like it felt like it took a minute for the hologram to come up. And then when, Ray gets finished saying her piece. It took a it took a a couple of beats before the door opened. Yeah, and glitches and delays. Yeah, it felt a little yeah. felt a little off that day. And then yesterday when we went, um, we didn't plan on going to Disney early. We planned on going later in the afternoon. And because of the fact that the next time we go, it was going to be standby, we made the executive decision to try for a boarding group. Um because we have a feeling that will be the last time the line will be on the shorter side. <laughs> Pretty much. So, of course, I get boarding group 19 on a day we didn't plan on going to Disney early. So that changed our plans yesterday. But um, they did have hop in the car. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get in the We knew we had time, you know. So, but we still were like, all right, well, we'll go a little bit earlier than we planned. We get there. They didn't. We had enough time. We got a Ronto wrap. Managed to get standby wait time um, at Oga's. Had a drink. Like we had a whole day before our bo- before boarding group nineteen got called. So they were having issues. Um, it was temporarily down quite a bit yesterday morning. But when we wrote it, um, the only thing that I noticed that was off a little bit was opening the door in the time that finished her deal and that guy finishes his thing the pre board show the first one, and then you walk out to get to the your ship's being attacked. The door so took not, a minute. So they're not, they're not skipping that first pre-show anymore? No, no they haven't in a long time. Fly and yeah. the pre-show standby is getting slower. you got to wait for it. Well, I yeah. hadn't heard otherwise, so... No, you, guys it's, it's, you guys hadn't mentioned that, so I'd, I'd have no, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, even the last time. It's been a while since I've been there, and, and it was the same thing. And yeah, like I said, you're glitching. My friend, um, he works at, uh, the store right there by the exit. And mm-hmm. they had to have them block the, the exit and use them to, uh, close the store and just have one cast member while they were just watching the entrance because people kept coming because the app said, Hey, your time's due, even though the ride was down. So are they bringing the electric light parade back to DCA or to Disneyland? Because it was at Disneyland and they moved it to DCA. Then they got rid of it altogether. Well, I don't know because they have World of Color coming back, so. And Phantasmic is coming back, right? Well, Phantasmic yeah. wouldn't affect the electrical parade. Yeah, they've had simultaneous parades. Yeah, they've had simultaneous that. parades and Phantasmic before, but you can't have electrical parade and uh, 
world of color be simultaneous because they're they go it goes simultaneously in the right same areas. <laughs> right, exactly. So I've so, I've not the, oh, I was trying to think. I've never seen World of Color. I have never I think I, my past has lapsed before World of Color or just as World of Color had come out. So like I'm not really one for parades and I don't really do the shows. Like the Fantasmic or the or the fireworks, like those things don't really interest me all that much. Um, probably because I'm five foot one and it's impossible for me to see over people. So well, unless then you're I'm probably getting... not gonna like World of yeah, Color because, yeah. <laughs> because Fantasmic is Special. way better than World of Color. If you don't like if Fantasmic is way better than World of Color, if you don't like Fantasmic, then you're not gonna like World of Color. Yeah, I always look at it and think like I don't I would rather spend my time doing other things than waiting for that show. Like that's kind of how I've always looked at it. Um, but I know like some people live for those things, which is great for them. If right. I could pay, like if they said, Hey, for 50 bucks, you can <laughs> have dessert and this awesome seat. So they you do. can see, I would pay for it. They do. they do. So I would do that, but they, do it's they do like, that? It was uh, 80, but I don't know if it went up to 125. And then, so, and there's kind of like in the middle, they have like the, like, kind of like, you know, actor chairs, tall ones. Mm -hmm. And then they have little tables and they give you guys like a little, they give you guys lights and all that. And they bring you out desserts during the show. And you just. $125 want to see that show. <laughs> yeah. The nighttime, like the Boobash and the Marius Nights, I don't $200 a person want to see those things. <laughs> it's not Disney's demographic for that. So, I mean, cool to whomever is. Um, you know, my philosophy is, is like, I'll watch a Twitch streamer, but I'm not going to tip them. I'll watch a YouTuber, but I'm not sending them. <laughs> I'll pay for a Disney pass, but I'm not paying extra for a parade. Like, I just, I have limits. <laughs> but I would, like, if I caught the little ding, 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 whatever the, that, you know, their like electrical parade thing is, I may stop and watch it, but I wouldn't, I don't think I'd wait for it. And you know what? Thank you to the vloggers for those because I have seen the Marius Nights parade. I've seen the Marius Nights fireworks. I've seen the DCA holiday parade. I've seen them all. So, Thank you to a few but of them. But have you seen Light Magic? I I heard a lot of people like, I don't think that was worth it for the entertainment for each of the locations and the characters. I heard that the best spot was pretty much Main Street, the projectors and the Muppets. Heard they killed it. Well, and here's the thing about the Muppets. You had to know what side of the street to be on to see them. Yeah, some people got stuck on the bus. And they were dead in there waiting. Absolute BS was that. And all these, okay, I will tell you. It couldn't have been that hard, though, because all I saw was videos of the freaking Muppets, especially yeah. after the first night. That's okay. all I saw. So there but must have been 50,000 people with videos of the goddamn Muppets. But that's because the first night now, and I'll appreciate there was like three of the vloggers who actually like one did it live, but then also put it in their vlogging stream. The fact that they were on the wrong side for the Muppets and they were like, what the hell? Like, 
I'll, I, I thank them for leaving in that little like blooper and saying like, hey, if y'all are coming, you want to go on this side of the street and you want to be on the <laughs> And that's why you saw the the videotapes of all the freaking Muppets. It's because everybody figured it out that first show. Oh, wait, they're Muppets and they can only be on one side. You cannot have 360 degree Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> and that's supposedly the schedule was off. It was an absolute shit show. Yeah, it was, you know, I did watch a live stream of the Marius Nights up until I fell asleep. Um, But I did watch a live stream of it and it looked, it looked okay. But it didn't look like, oh my gosh, I need to spend $200 on this. No, I'm good. That's a 109 price, how it was like back then for like another party. And, okay, so... Oh, I want to say maybe five years ago, six years ago, uh, my husband and I paid, okay, right before they moved the, the Boo Bash to DCA, when it was whatever the Halloween one was, and it was still at Disneyland. Mickey's Halloween party. Yes. We yes. went to that, and it was the best night ever, and it wasn't that expensive. And it was great. It was worth every penny. But all that I've seen of Boo Bash and stuff has, I don't feel it is. You well, know, I was shocked at the announcement that they said it's coming back to Disneyland. I have not seen that announcement yet. Yeah. What was that said? Disney Parks blog. When? Uh, a day ago? I posted it. Um, a day know, ago? Was... So it was part of the Destination D23 announcement yeah, yeah. too? Or... Yeah, yeah, that is. I, have I didn't see that. I, All I saw was the parades and the uh, magic band and that stuff. All I saw was that. I didn't see that. It must have been buried. Yeah, I got to check it out. But Yeah, I, well, yeah I that's what they cool. need to do. That's what too many people were complaining about it being at DCA. You were losing. You, you, you were paid. <laughs> you're paid. You're paying more money for less things. No, yeah. I don't think so. Because you're not getting the fireworks at the castle. You're, you're in your very. Was there even a parade? Yes, and it. But it couldn't have been. It was the same parade. It was the same parade. It wasn't Disneyland in the first place. It was. It was all right. But the treat. It had basically Boo Bash was you ran around and did treat trails. You tried for a couple of the like they had some specialty foods. There was the one villains grove, which by the way was like, oh look, it's a light show, yay! Like okay, I'm I. I'm paying a hundred and something dollars for a light show. Pretty um, much. Okay. And there was some different meet and greets. All right. That's fine. Meet and greets or whatever. Cool. And then um, that, and that was it. And, and no it world of color show. Yeah. No world of color. No fireworks. One marginally decent parade. It was not phenomenal. It was all right. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't all that great. And then Marius Knight's. Similar concept. Similar concept. You got the Muppets caroling. Cool. I like the Muppets. Don't get me wrong. They're my favorite. But I don't want to pay $200 just to see Kermit and Miss Piggy uh, singing on an omnibus. Um, you got <laughs> you got another parade. Um, you got Snope, which, by the way, you can get now without paying extra money. Um, and <laughs> Yeah. You got a couple of meet and greets. That were okay. They were okay. Yeah, then, they weren't like real rare. You, know, you got a rave where Buzz danced in Tomorrowland. 
um, fun. And then, I mean, that was kind of it, right? Like, that was Heard oh. the DJ got down, and I'm very picky at Disney DJs. Yeah, and there was some, like, food options that you couldn't get anywhere else. But, I mean, Disney, it's salt or it's sugar. Pick one. I mean, that's it. You're either eating food that's savory or you're eating food that's sugary. But a special cupcake is not worth 200 bucks. Yeah. No. In my opinion, it's not worth it. It's not. <laughs> and the funny thing was is that the longest lines and all the nonsense was in launch space for the merch. Yeah. You know what I did enjoy, though? We went to Oga's yesterday. <laughs> we managed to, like, just keep hitting the button until finally we got in. Because, you know, it's always, the standby line is always full. But but if you sit there and do and click the button long enough, you can get in. My yeah. husband's really good at getting, like, those. And they still are doing the Life Day specials. And no they had mm-hmm. a special mm-hmm. bow bun at Oga's, and they had a special mule. If you like mules, it was delicious. Now, if you don't like mules, you're, you're not going to like it, but it was really good for Life Day. But the bow bun, they need to keep that on the menu all year long. Because first off, oh, the Oga's that's only a special thing? The bow bun was only for Life yeah, Day. Yeah, it's only for Life Day. And I got to no. tell you, that Oga's obsession tastes like sugar on top of sugar with soggy Pop Rocks. It's disgusting. And yeah, the other wrong. one, the Batu Bits or whatever it is, it's like a yeah. handful of crappy snack mix. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> That's been there since day one. Yeah, yeah. never bought that. <laughs> even the even the even the charcuterie plate is hardly worth it because right. for like it's even though it's it's only like five dollars more than the charcuterie plate that they served at uh, during uh, food and wine over at the wine place, but it's hardly worth it because uh, first time. Uh, we went to Oga's. We were sat at a table with strangers, and okay. they got the charcuterie plate, so we got yep. a up close of it. So yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, if you want to pay, if it, I don't know how much it is now. It was like twenty five dollars then. It's but a lot of it. If, it it's if you want to spend that much uh, for uh, a bunch of meat and cheese, then have at it. But otherwise, it's like they really do need to get more food in there. And I thought the bow was something like a new item finally, but Sadly. I guess. No. The problem is, is that they don't have a kitchen. They whatever they get, hot food wise, they have to have probably brought over. They have to have brought over from the uh, the docking bay, uh, seven kitchen most likely. So that's the problem is that because of the fact that when they uh, cut down, um, Oga's to being, um, you know, a fraction of what it was originally supposed to be in the designs, um. They probably lost a kitchen along the way. And that was their biggest mistake because Oga's is always popping. Always. Little kids want to go in and see it. Their parents want to see it. It's just enough of a bar for a parent to be like, yay, I can get a beer. And it's just and it's kid friendly enough that a kid can go in there, drink a seven dollar Kool-Aid, and feel like they're having a great day. So like they yeah, all body to body. Yeah, Disney missed. <laughs> on Oga's like they I like the fact that now they mention um when my mom went to make a reservation for Oga's for the 9th I think it is of January and um it mentions uh standing room when you make a reservation and I'm like I don't remember there being any standing room when we went in time with having to stand up I'm like what kind of bullshit is that so this hey, is no works. room <laughs> this is how Oga works now this is how it works. 
Okay, so if it doesn't work the same way anymore. <laughs> you're getting a table. If you do not get a reservation and you do a walk-up list, you're standing at the bar oh. or at one of the tables. That's it. There's there you are only getting a booth and you're only sitting if you get a reservation and you have to get those reservations almost always you have to get them the 60 day drop at like 3 a.m. This is why um, whether or not Dan wants to include this I don't know but this is why I'm doing a job interview from the Disney parking lot tomorrow because we got Oga's reservations 60 days ago and I don't want to give them up for this thing I have to do, it's a zoom call. So like I'm going to zoom from the parking garage because I don't want to give up my Oga's reservations. Cause we like to sit down and you're only sitting down. If you get your resi. Well, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty good. Cause they shoved us with uh, two parties uh, near Rex on the left side. Yep. And I was like body to body. I yes. mean, it was good to see what they were eating and, and there were all the drinks, but I was like, you and a chick rub it up to me. It's a dude. I was like, oh, get away from me. <laughs> Wait, so did they did they add new tables, like tall standing tables? Or? Yeah, so they're not sitting. Oh, wow. they're, they're standing tables. So this is, so in between the bar. they didn't have those before, right? No. Not sure. I think they did, but I wasn't there before, so I don't know. Right. Okay. So they have the bar, and then along where DJ Rex is the outer part of Oga's, they have all the seating, right? Well, in between the bar and the seats, they have standing tables that oh, I Oh yeah, that yeah, been that's there. new. Yeah, that's so new. But guess how many people? Eight people to a standing table. So if you're a party of two, you're gonna make friends with six new people. So All yesterday, right. <laughs> yesterday we had a couple already there when we were there. They took off pretty quick. We were sat. Another couple was set was stood with us, and then in the time that we were there, we take our time there. <laughs> But we had one party of four who just came in for one quick drink in the ambiance, and then they bailed. They were from out of state. We had another group from out of, out of state come, and we were chatting with them and telling them, you know, what are the drinks to order, how it works, because they're like, we don't know what we're doing. Um, but we, like, you know, I'm an extrovert, so I'm going to talk to anybody. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – I actually like it for the standby. It's kind of nice because, like, you can go in, you have a quick drink, you're standing, you're in and out. But if you want to see, you've got to do a reservation, all those – you know, either get lucky with it the day before. And I will say I've gotten lucky with an Ogus reservation the night before as people are canceling. But the only way to really get it is that 60-day, 3 a.m. drop. That's it's the only way. 3 a.m. Pacific time. And here's the thing. I got into a fight with somebody on Facebook. I mean, not like Oof. a real fight, like a Facebook fight, but whatever. This is before I kind of, I haven't been on Facebook in a while because it's just, I can't with these people. But <laughs> it's this one group where most of the people are from Walt Disney World. All right. And I'm sorry, but Walt Disney World planning is not Disneyland planning. Don't at me. This, and so I said, hey. If anyone's looking for reservations at Disneyland, this is what worked for me. 60 days, 3 a.m. Good luck. <laughs> Bye, con Dios. You and know what? I'm going to tell you right now then because somebody must have been snoozing because when my mom got the reservations for the ninth, she got in the afternoon. Sometimes, There's no way my mom was up at 3 a.m. No. getting those reservations. Sometimes, she was sitting at the table, I think, eating lunch, and she was like, oh, I got my reservations for Oga's. She got very lucky. Yeah, she got lucky. Because I'm telling you, they they're few and far between that you can find an Oga's reservation randomly. 
few and far between. So she got very lucky to get those. Now reserv- her reservations for like seven. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I was very when we lucky. Into the parking garage yesterday. I got. I found one for ten fifteen, but we were going to be long gone. At so I night. Try, yeah, at night. So I didn't even oh, try. Wow. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, sometimes you can get really lucky, but but almost always, mm. Oka's three a.m. drop. Well, I'll have to let her know that she was very fortunate then. <laughs> yeah, these are the ones that are hard to get. Weirdly, Lamplight Lounge, Carthay's Circle, <laughs> um, Blue Bayou is hard, but their food is subpar now that they changed their menu. It's disgusting. It's never been that great. Ever yeah, since. and now it's even worse. And you get one drink, it's a hurricane, and it tastes like diabetes in a glass, but whatever. And then, and then behind the scenes for the couple of years, they've been fighting with waiters trying to get the best tables whoever tip better. I can believe it. Um, and then Oga's is really hard to get. Um, and then, um, but you, I can almost always find like the one wine country Trattoria. I can almost always find uh, the magic keyhole lounge. It's pretty easy to find. <laughs> There's a few that it's like, I can go on there right now. And then anything in downtown Disney, I love the Uva Bar. I, I go there all the time. I think it's a really nice place to have a, have lunch. And it's not that far from the park. You just, like, walk out, have a nice sit down. It's good. It's better food than you're going to get in the park. Yes. It's not that expensive. And it's, like, burgers and stuff. Um, so we've eaten there quite a few times. But, yeah, if I mean, I don't – I like – I like eating in in the park. There there are some, but like if I have a choice between River Bell Terrace or going to the Uva Bar, I'm gonna go to the Uva Bar. I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to River Bell Terrace. That's the worst place ever. Yeah, it, oh. and I get it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm eating in the park! Yay! It's like no, just walk out, go to Downtown Disney. It ain't cheap, but it tastes better. Um. <laughs> You know what I didn't really enjoy, though? Shockingly, I didn't enjoy the Craftsman Bar um, inside the Grand Californian. I didn't really care for their I was going to ask you if you've gone there yet, actually. I was thinking about that since we mentioned that the last time. Yeah, I did go. We went to the Craftsman Bar and Grill, and we we did a couple of drinks. Their drinks were okay. I mean, nothing, like, phenomenal. Um, And their food was, like... Eh, I, I honestly, I, I'm really, if I don't eat there again, it's, I'm okay with it. Um, you're only, which one is the craftsman? Is that the renamed, uh, it was the poolside bar essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I want to eat at Napa Rose, but I also don't want to spend $8 million, um, at this exact <laughs> And I can't do the buffets because we don't eat a lot of food. And I'm not spending $50 to eat two bites of food. Because, like, we share... I'm sorry, more. but uh, Storytellers is worth it just for the rolls. Yes. <laughs> if so I, you're uh, super missing out if you don't do Storytellers at least once. At least once, Whether or yes. not they have a lot of food, they do have a really good salad. Yeah, well, it's, it's quantity of food. Like, certain foods I can't eat. Like, I can't eat corn. I can't eat rice. But... I can eat mostly everything. It's the quantity of. They usually foods. have a good fish there too. Yeah, like and and we were looking at storytelling. I kind of want to go there for a brunch. Um, the brunch uh, is nice. Yeah, like I said, it's worth it at least to go there once just for the rolls. Yeah. I would like to go there with my friends who have kids, 
So then they could see the characters and then other people are there. So like, it's not just me and my husband eating like four bites of a $50 plate. I think I would, I would enjoy it if I got to go with other people. So it is something we would like to do at some point. I have no interest in Goofy's Kitchen. Um, oh, I love Goofy's Kitchen. I've, I don't really like that. The food looked good. I will say the food looked really good. But again, buffets. It's a hit and miss. Food's I'm hit like, and miss. The characters, each of the characters, you know, after they sing and dance, they spend a good time with you, which I was just shocked. And I was like, okay, get away from me. I want to finish eating my food. <laughs> yeah. Can I say that Steakhouse 55 is worth it a thousand percent just to try the mac and cheese? Is that one still open, or do no, they? I don't know. Gone forever. It it's it's gone now. It, I didn't know if it had already closed. Yeah, they already made the big announcement. Okay, well, never mind then. You know and, what else? Because the because mac and cheese was really good. It was like thirteen dollars, but it was really super good. What well, now? I'm sorry. No, I love mac and cheese. It sounds delicious. Um, I really loved Trader Sam. Well, okay. My husband really loved Trader Sam's. I liked the drinks at Trader Sam's, but the atmosphere was a little was a little overstimulating for me. But you, that's another one. Hard. No, my inside or outside? The inside Trader Sam's. The outside oh, is Tangerine. Who tries to sit inside? That's crazy. My husband loves to sit inside. He oh loves it. He <laughs> loves the craziness and the chaos and the everything. And meanwhile, I was just like sitting there going, I Yeah, I guess if you like going to a bar. Yeah, it was yeah, that's all it is, it's just bar it's just atmosphere. Bar crazy. He loved sitting. it. Me, I would prefer sitting outside. Uh, the outside. Food, the food wasn't bad. We had a couple of like appetizer y thingies. They were pretty good. The drinks were spot on. Because it's a real bar. So you're yeah. getting real bar drinks, not Disney pre-portioned. They're good bartenders. Not something yeah. made with uh, Powerade. Exactly. So, like, that's kind of why we like to have lunch outside of Disney. Like, we'll go to Uva Bar and stuff. But even Uva Bar, a lot of their stuff is pre-done. So, yeah. you know, it's disney But that's why we like Trader Sam's and Tangaroa Terrace. Um, but he likes to sit inside. Impossible to get reservations to that. They drop them when they feel like it. There's no right yeah. to Trader Sam's. But you can go put your name on the wait list. If you're there early, you can wait. Early. But I'm telling <laughs> you, you got to wait two hours. Just put your name on an hour wait list. It's crazy. Um, but that one was pretty good, too. Um, I'm really interested in doing the Festival of the Holidays. Uh, we bought one of the lanyards. How yeah. much was it? Uh, if you are a key holder, they give you five bucks off. So I want to say it's a fifty-nine dollar. Wow! Damn. They finally made it, Michael. They finally Damn. made it, Michael. Damn. They finally made it. Wow! No. They broke. They broke fifty dollars with the with the no. with the with the with the sip and saver passes. So get wow. that. They so broke that makes fifty dollars. But the prices on the food items. Are are it's so with a key discount, you, each food item because there's eight tastings. You need to get something that's six dollars and seventy five cents. Very easily doable, the, which is basically the same as it's always been. It just means that the individual items have gone up yes. dramatically as well. Because when we when I used to, you know, Michael remembers I used to do the I've done the math ever since the very oh, first. Boring. What every ever since the very first food and wine, I've been doing the math on the uh, the sit the the sip the, the saver passes. Yeah, and it's always been somewhere between six and seven dollars per item, 
and that's what you or actually it was actually no i think at one point it was about five dollars per yeah. item but it, it either way it was always less you always ended up being worth it but only if you got the most expensive items item, yeah. Yeah. as long as you didn't get anything under whatever the price was you were going to come out on top but that was when you know the passes were thirty five dollars, and items were like four something each, and things like that. Uh, Michael, do you remember how much the last sip and saver was for food and wine that was cut off in two thousand twenty? I want to say forty five near fifty, because I. Know but it wasn't it fifty was... yet, though, right? It wasn't quite. No, 50 it yet. was. No, it was in the forties. I it, know that. So if it was, so let's say it was. So you said it's. 40, uh, 59 for the regular $59 one? $59 for... Okay, so let's say let's say that for food and wine last year, so a year and a half ago, right when pandemic started, it was $49. Let's just say if it was or not. So they went up, so they decided just to do a whole $10 jump just like that for that yeah. shit. So well, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And when you couple that with the CFO chick saying we should cut portion sizes um, because of inflation, honestly, I could see it. And the portion sizes you're getting are definitely tasting portions. Like you're the the one thing we got before we got the lanyard when it was in the last time we went to DCA, it was right. It was the 10th. So it was November 10th, which was two days before they officially opened and they did a soft open of sub- several booths. We got this pot roast sandwich. It was, I'm going to say, four inches. I'm going to say it was like four inches. Uh, the roll was four inches. The pot roast was good. Like they definitely gave you quite a bit of meat. And then they put this aioli stuff on it. But it was only four inches. And I want to say it was like. That's what she said. <laughs> I want to say that it was like 13 bucks. Like it ain't cheap. It is not Disney has figured out they can charge maximum prices for minimal stuff and everyone will throw their money at them. And they'll complain, like don't get me wrong, they'll complain there's no reservations. They'll complain that there's no tram. They'll cry in their, you know, soup over it, but the minute Disney goes, look, we have Snoop in a tree. They're out there going, give me all the Disney therapy. I'll pay $25 for a sandwich. Like, it's all forgotten. The minute Disney has, like, a freaking Disney bobble that they can, like, put on a tree. So, I mean, yeah, I like Disney. I like knots. I like going. It's great. But, yeah, the, uh, ever since the, basically since the, you could probably trace it if we looked at all the prices and the portions that since the very first food and wine, uh, prices have steadily gone up and the portions have steadily gone down. Because the, in the first few food and wines and festival holidays, the portions weren't terrible, you know. They're decent. Uh, I mean, uh, Rebecca and I could could split, and we wouldn't, and you know, we could have like three, maybe three uh, different items from items three different stations, yeah. and split them, and we would be full. Yeah. Now I guarantee yeah. that going by what you you know your four inches, um, there's no way we'd be able to split stuff now. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now, Michael. I haven't said it. I've now I haven't had to say it because it was always just worth it. They're not <laughs> worth it anymore. The passes aren't worth it anymore. I mean, it's too late for you, unfortunately, Gina. But well, for I my, mean, for 
Aaron and I, though, remember. Thank you for taking Aaron one for the team. We, Aaron and I, don't eat as much as everyone else. Our stomachs are super small. So, like, we're post weight loss surgery. So, our stomachs are really small. And if, like, we split that sandwich and we were like, mm, tasty, that was delicious. We're good to go. And we, that we were full. So, but that doesn't make uh, it worth the money. Yeah. Well, the money, no, why? It's not worth the money. Well, $7. You're saying so $7 for, for four inches? Mm, I mean, you spicy accountants would probably be extremely offended by that. <laughs> highly. They're highly offended by that. Um, I think that, no, I don't think Disney. Okay. I see you. I don't think Disney is giving They're no Disney is no longer concerned. If you're getting your money's worth Disney only Disney is not like, that's not what they're concerned about. And I mean, people say what you want, but Disney is, they've always been capitalist and they're taking that to new heights post pandemic. They know that their bread and butter, like they're trying to make Disney plus like a thing. Like I always feel like that mean girls like stop trying to make this a thing, but Disney, the parks are not where Disney's loyalty lies right now. Disney is trying to do all this stuff on the back end and it feels like they're just placating the people who go to the Disney parks. And again, I haven't been to Disney parks in a you know very long time. You that is? Oh. Let me trace back to one person. Because all of that began when he took over as president of, of Disneyland. And that's Bob Chopek. Oh, yeah. I know. Because it all goes back to when Bob Chopek took over. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously I could go on a whole rant about how he ruined galaxy's edge yes i could rant for like a whole entire hour about that because of all the revelations about what galaxy's edge was supposed to be compared to what it became and it all traces to him saying no 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 we're not going to do it like that now anymore and uh basically everything that happens in the parks can be traced back to him saying no Uh, no for very various reasons and he's the one that's caused things to be cut back he's the one that's caused entertainment to be uh, to be canceled. He's the one who's caused all these things to become basically things that have, were hyped and hyped and hyped and were and have opened underwhelming. Shot I mean, down. Can, I mean, uh, Avengers Campus, could, the, the how underwhelming that is, could be blamed for him because it was started under his watch, and then now and now he's in charge of the whole entire company. What do you what do you think's going to happen? It's like, what do you expect? He never cared about Disneyland when he was the president of it. You think he's going to give a shit about it now? Well, Disney World is their focus. All eyes are on Walt Disney World, 50th anniversary. But I'm telling you, he screwed that up, too. Because I watch a lot of... Yeah, I watch a lot of Disney World vloggers. I watch a lot of... I'm on Disney World groups, too. Because I would like to visit Disney World, right? I would like to go there. And a lot of people are upset about how things are being handled over there. I think that the pandemic allowed him to truly cut all these corners he wanted to cut. And then, okay, the guy, I got to give this to him though. He's not stupid. He's brilliant. He has, he's been slowly figuring out 
what the rats will go to the feeder bar over. So like he took everything away and stripped it. And then he goes, all right, well, let's give them a little bit of this. How does that hit? Oh, that didn't do it. Let's try this over here. Oh, that worked. Let's do a little bit over here and a little bit over there. He is really oh, yeah, the key. Smart. The key system, the key system yep. is his, it has him written all over it. All it, anything that goes, anything that's system. shitty has him written all over it. It's brilliant for the company. It is not, none of what he does is for the consumer. Okay. Like I'm not like, he doesn't care about the consumer except and how we can give him money. Right. So he's brilliant when it comes to that. Um, and whether or not, like, do I like a lot of what he's doing? No, of course not. But I mean, I got to give the guy props when it comes to a bottom line. Um, and the the CFO, that you know, I could be mistaken, <laughs> but I'm I think that Chopek came over from Consumer Affairs, didn't he, Michael? Before he was president of Disneyland, I believe so. And it's crazy <laughs> how like they had two other guys, you know, lined up ready to go. You know, they were like two for sure. And I forgot what their names were. And then I don't know where Bob Tapet comes in. Boom. And then that's when this shit started well, falling apart. Because he took over just before the 60th, right? Yes. Because he's the one who, the day, the day of the 24-hour party, ordered the park lot. Remember? Oh, yeah. That was his orders. He no That order way. came directly from him. I don't wow. know if you've heard the story or know about the 24-hour party, the last 24-hour party that was before the, that was May, or in, yeah, May before the 60th started. Yeah. In, uh, in 2015. The, uh, like, what was it, like around 7 p.m.-ish? Six forty-five. Uh, yeah, the parks seven. were packed, and he ordered the front gates of Disneyland to be locked. Nobody could leave or enter, right? No, and it had to be every two hundred people that left, two hundred can go in. Well, that didn't even come across until ten o'clock. They didn't even start that until ten o'clock. Until like ten forty-five, yeah. if anything. Yeah, so no, for a solid two to three hours, nobody could it enter or leave Disneyland. Everybody was locked in or out because it was so crazy at the time. And he just, he panicked and he just ordered the, the front gates locked. And then finally, like, what was it? Two, two, three a.m. They finally, they finally opened the doors. Two, three a.m. Yeah. And half the streets were empty. Some of my friends were, <laughs> we were on the, we were, the floor. I don't know if you were there with us, but we were over on the West side by, you know, pair of pirates. No, and I didn't go. Mansion. A ghost town. There was nobody there. We nobody there. No, there was two, three people walking around over on the west side, and we were just like, <laughs> it was crazy. I all I went I and got that. I went and got that big ass burrito from uh, Tomorrowland Terrace in the morning. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that he's been really good um, lately. Whoa, about whoa, whoa, whoa! Out, <laughs> about figuring out like how to get people whipped up into a frenzy, how to create FOMO, how to create his own like. Um, like you're definitely missing out. And he's been, I've been watching this since the parks have been reopening because I didn't have anything to do. And I got like, you know, I teach economics. And so I, I'm very interested in how companies work and how that happens. And he's been really good since the parks have reopened from a company standpoint about getting people to think they're missing out on something. And in reality, they're not missing out on anything. Like, honestly, they're missing out on a subpar park. I mean, part of the reason why it's so crowded and the lines are pretty long for rides 
is because there isn't any entertainment. If there's no entertainment, no one's being pulled away from the ride to go do something else. He's, this is the stuff that he's, he's now like starting to like slowly re-enter, like get everybody to get back into. He's rehiring entertainment because he's figuring out that as he wants more people to come to the park, that he is going to need to get people away from the rides because the ride wait times were just incredible. Well, just wait till after March when uh, Toontown closes, all the kids are going to be spreading <laughs> all <laughs> over fantasy. Well, land. but really, where? Ooh. What isn't like? I went to Toontown and it was Roger Rabbit spin, Gadget's Go Coaster, and that was about it. Well, it's always well, it's ever been. Yeah, there's yeah. really nothing over there. So I've got to be honest. Like, I'm all for a Toontown revamp because it's. It was lame, and it still looked like it did when I went there in 1994. Like it. I was- think I think they finally realized that it was that it was taking so long on uh, Mickey's Runaway Train. Runaway. Oh yeah. Right. I think they realized it was taking so long on that, and then they realized that the aesthetic for that was not going to match the aesthetic of Toontown. Did it and- take them that long to figure that out? Because I could have said that in three seconds. We all could have because Mickey yeah, and Minnie's know. Mickey and Minnie's is a 1920s revamp. It has nothing to do with Roger Rabbit, you know, like it's it's vastly different. It's to me, I'm like that they should have figured that out a long time ago. But I'm like look at Universal. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, real quick, uh Bob Chopek started with in as the marketing director for Buena Vista Home Entertainment. Mm, that's and why he's then- so into Disney Plus. Wait, perfect sense. Then he was president of Buena Vista Home Entertainment. Then he was president of distribution for Walt Disney Studios. Then he became president of consumer products and oversaw the integration of Star Wars merchandise into Disney's licensing program, which is why that sucked so bad. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, though, as to why he wanted to, like, kind of shift the focus away from parks and over to Disney Plus because that's it where his comfort zone is. That's his comfort zone. His comfort zone is Buena Vista Entertainment. That's that's entertainment. That's Disney Plus. And he sec- he secured the deal with Hasbro for all Disney toys and shit. That makes a lot so. of sense. I mean, again, I don't I don't agree with how he's been running things. I, I definitely don't. Um, but I can see how he's making the company money. And then during the shutdown, when they sort of. Co- coerced some upper level imagineers to retire retire yeah and they and they cut oh, it was like that was a classic business move yeah i mean that's what we're doing like um just as a side note we're offering the quote golden handshake this year trying to get some of those old people to retire because they make the most money and you can get two young ones for the price of one old one and the young ones are fresh and ready to go and you know they're willing to work twice as hard for half the the, the pay so that's a typical business move and so he kind of pushed that on to to a lot of disney imagineers that were older and you know there's a lot of that going on you michael you went to the to the pass holder preview for the merriest or not i'm sorry the knott's berry farm merry farm right <laughs> yeah, pass holder preview for Knott's Mary Farm. Yeah, I heard it was super packed. <laughs> oh yeah, just like a regular packed day. Um, 
Thank goodness, you know, I I knew that I wasn't going to get there on time because, you know, it's only like four hours. And yeah. I've been there before and I already knew what was coming because it's always packed. You know, they say with limited capacity of pass holders, well, guess what? There's a shitload of pass holders and they're like, it was just insane. So I had I had a member of my group message me and say, hey, are you here? You know, because I had a meetup later. And <laughs> I was like, no, I'm on my way. And he's like, well, you better get here. Dirt is forming a line at five. And I'm like, at five? And they're like, yeah, a lot of pass holders <laughs> left and went into the <laughs> line. But yeah, no, like, he was like, yeah, you know, people are already lining up at five o'clock. And I'm like, no, I'm good. He's like, I got like two hours to go. So by the time I reach, say, my daughter uh-huh. at 730, mm-hmm. the, the traffic in all four corners from... The top of knots to the bottom of knots was just packed red. And I was just like, damn, what am I going to do? So I ended up, when I hit I hit the 91, yeah, the 91 um, heading east, I exit off 2X Valley View, head down to the, you know, the back road, went all the way down. And, and it's funny because I guess a lot of people were getting directed way past the um, the hotel. I think they're getting to the dirt road because the whole thing was packed. And at the same time, you could tell that slowly cars were leaving the parking lot at the same time. You know, the slow, slow levers, you know, they were just yeah. like, you would see like every so often a car would be par- parked gone or like a car or two would be driving out of the exit. So I, you know me, I straight went the classic way towards the Soak City entrance. And I, it was empty, got to the gate, but I was driving by, I saw the whole thing was packed. I was like, shit. So by the time I passed the tow booth, they slowed us down. They were already parking us in the grass. I would have turned around and went home. I was, but it was. You, you, were, you, came, you came far, though. You came far. You kind of obligated to go at that point. <laughs> Not like me, where I just turned around in 30 minutes back home, but Damn. Well, and especially that my daughter didn't have to go to school. My girl was off. And even though my daughter, my oldest, had to go to school, uh, you know, she's always down to go to Nuts with me. So I was just like, you know, might as well take advantage. Three hours, and especially I could last that long with my back. That's the only reason why I went, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we, we got it easy because it was just the grass right as soon as the entrance. It wasn't like way to that back because the last time where we parked all the way in that far back corner, now all that was full. Everything was just taken. By the time we started walking towards... You're talking about uh, off of Western? Yep. Everything uh-huh. was just... It, but at the same time, like I said, you can see slowly people just taking their sweet-ass time leaving the park as well. By the time I got in the gates, it was uh, 8 o'clock, walked in, no lines. It was fine. I knew that I was looking towards Ghost Town. You could tell it was already packed. And I was like, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> I end up, I end up going to the right. I went to go to the bottle house because I always stopped by. Um, checked out the merch at uh, uh, the general store. You know, I've seen all the good stuff. Um, I went to the center square. Uh, the tree was popping. Those uh, carolers, classic vintage. They were badass. The speaker system was really good. They were just off the hook. It, it wasn't as crowded by the time I got there. And, like, there was enough room no matter where you went, but it was just, it was loud. Plus, the only thing I noticed that they were having issues at the main stage outside by the catacomb 
is whatever that show is, they had to keep cleaning up the stage. Um, you can see just a bunch of guys bringing out towels or some type of mask and just cleaning the whole stage. The shows were delayed a lot right It must there. have been that one lead singer for that band. <laughs> no, it's like a Carolyn. Literally dirty. That's, that's literally Dan got it. Dan yeah. got that quick. Yeah. Um, oh, I got that sent to me by a bunch of people. Did you see this? Yeah. <laughs> Um, all food lines were packed. No, I don't care where you went. Even the small, like, little uh, pretzel ice ch- uh, by the Montezumas, that was even <laughs> packed. Nothing was available and easy to get. Even Panda. Panda was, like, the decentest line to even so get So glad I didn't in. go. So glad. Yeah. I mean, I already knew it going in, but, you know, like, Montezuma's Revenge, the ride was, like, less than five minutes. You know, a, a lot of the rides were pretty empty. It wasn't really that bad. You know, the major ones had a little weight. And even still, when it was hardly empty, the Blue Pass was still delaying shit. And, you know, like with Montezuma's Revenge, here's a lady going, talking to her, talking because she didn't know that, when you know, when you get a pass, you go anywhere, and then they give you a time, and that's the time to come back. So as soon as I guess she was done with the ride, she went there, and to get a time, and then I'm like, no, lady, you got it wrong. Like, real loud. Everybody's all laughing. Like, you're holding this shit up. And then the next train comes. Okay, we're going to let everybody that's there in the line. There's all these kids standing there thinking that they are going to get in. And the lady's just, like, waiting for people to come in. Nobody's coming on. Then she looks. Nothing. Okay, takes her sweet-ass time. Locks the gates. Then it took us, like, a good 15, like, 10 minutes to get that ride going. It was, just, like, horrible. Um... I stayed in Camp Snoopy for a bit. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. The, the new LED lights on the trees everywhere, nice little sparkle, is beautiful. It really is. Like, I was really shocked that compared to looking what you see at Disneyland where you don't really see Christmas all over the place, only in certain sections. And even in DCA where it does feel a little bit more Christmier in certain sections compared to Disneyland, that whole park felt Christmassy. Even in Boardwalk, where it's not as bad, at least you got that big-ass hang time to get the light show and the music. That's why I felt comfortable. By the time I went to Ghost Town, where it's like towards the end, it wasn't as bad. You know, the you know the fake snow was going, the soap was in people's faces. You know, <laughs> some lady got in her eyes, and she's like, oh, there's burns, you know. like <laughs> yeah. The lady was, like, covering her eyes, you know, while the father was, like, grabbing a tissue, and I was just like, yeah, don't look up, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> know. Some of them never I, use soap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I walked by, I would say around like 9.30 before my meetup, I just wanted to take a glance, just down, all the way looking down to the school, jam-packed. Yeah. I was like, and then you had that lemonade line, the um, line in the middle, plus, I guess, for some reason, the first time, there was a line in the candy store, which I've <laughs> never seen. Yeah, I don't know what was in there, but they were waiting in line. <laughs> so I was just like, no. So even the saloon, both doors, lines. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I was like, nah. I, I That's why Heidi stood there. And everybody, even I talked to people, they were they left. Some of the people in my group, like after maybe less than an hour, gone. They just didn't want But see, they're just scared because they're mostly on the ghost town side. Yeah. If you're near the boardwalk, it wasn't bad. Fiesta Village, the mariachis pulled the people there. They were jamming. But, you know, they they always rock right there. 
Camp Snoopy wasn't that busy. Um, if you're on the 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 general store towards the bot house and all that area, not fine. Um, the one issue and they had to bring in security was the ice show, which was only one at nine thirty. Oh, that people, thing was yeah, people lined up very early. And um, right before I got to my group meetup, one of my friends was like, hey, where's your wife? She's like, oh, she's in the, the show. I go, well, why aren't you in there? I got cut off. I was like, just like that. He was like, yeah. He's like, supposedly that they still have the COVID limit in the building. But they didn't want to pack it. That was their excuse. Um, near the front, you know how they, you, there was like maybe one or two people waiting. And then all of a sudden, you had three or four family members come in. Mm-hmm. There was almost a fight that would happen uh, near the front because they started walking up towards the, the entrance sign. And they were just like pushing them, like, no, you're not going to come in. Now you're not going to come in. And a bunch of security rushed it. So, yeah, it I mean, was I'm just. I'm fine ins- with them if they're still doing some sort of indoor COVID limits, which I don't even know if they have in Orange County but anymore. But. I mean, if they knew that that was going to happen, they needed to have at least two or three shows. They couldn't just be like, oh, one show, because that's stupid. I mean, yeah. I understand that. I understand the event was for only a couple hours. How, how long was the, was the show? Four. Um, um, the show probably was like 15, 20 minutes, if that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's I mean, if it's 15, 20 minutes, there's no excuse. have been putting on for years. Yeah. It's, they revamped the show. It's the same damn Snoopy on Ice that they've done Multiple years. I saw it last year during right before they shut down Mary Farm or the Taste of Mary Farm. Um, we went to Mary Farm. We saw it. It, it was okay, but I'm telling you, it's not worth getting into a fight over. It's like Snoopy on ice, and there's a little bit of like an old 1940s World War II thing in it. Some religious crap, and off you go. Like it's really not worth fighting over. It's not it's worth the waiting na- out. <laughs> it's I've the never seen home. it, and if it's Snoopy, it's it's a uh, World War One. Get it right, because he's a World War One flying ace. Come on. Know, but I don't know. <laughs> they have like a storyline, but it's not a World War One storyline. That guy's definitely wearing a World War Two outfit. Oh, that's weird. It's so even though they're it's. It's so the they don't understand character. Snoopy. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Well, it's the Peanuts character, but interwoven. It's very trying to play on boomer nostalgia. So there's this whole like end of war thing. And then, you know, Knott's is very churchy. They got unless, them- it's a, unless it has something to do with uh, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, which has the World War II soldier. No. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, then they don't understand Snoopy at all, then. The, the yeah, Anthony, this, this whole story was weird as soon as he said terrible. COVID and not COVID restrictions and knots. As soon as he said that, this story was weird. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I mean, a, yeah, a lot of people were complaining about that because the whole place was packed. The lines were, like, jam-packed inside, like, coasters jam-packed. It was not limited, meant twice as many as we're used to. You know what they need to do? Because I was reading on your, maybe in your group, a lot of people just wanted the special freaking ornament. Why can't Knots do an ornament only, don't go, and then a go? Like, I don't understand. Well, they did. That was a funny thing because people at the same time were confused. Some people were like, Oh, where's the ornament? I was like, did you not see? A lot of people were like, did you not see his post where 
you know, I had the listing of when to go. And even at the park, I even heard that, you know, at the front of the bottle house, they were like, where do we get your ornament? And he was like, well, it's from like what? Uh, December 13th to New Year's. Right, but you could only get the ornament if you went, if you went, if you got yeah. tickets for the pass holder party. A lot of people don't want to go to the pass holder party. They just want the ornament because they collect them or something. So like, Don't even not- get me started on how on the ornament debacle from last year where they didn't even, oh. you had to go all the way over there and get it from the merchandise thing. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Send me the goddamn ornament, like adults. Yeah, I Amazon's think Knott's, right there. Knott's is really capitalizing on the fact that Disney is being like so strict with reservations and so expensive with their passes. Like Knott's is like, let's give all the passes to everyone, all free for all. Everybody come in, which I'm telling you, that's part of the reason I only rope drop it there because nobody likes to get up at 6 a.m. to go to Knott's Berry Farm by 7 a.m., but whatever. Um, Me. It's crazy there. If you try to get parking between like 11 and 4, may the gods be with you because would, it's insane to try to park there. I would love to see what the numbers were for annual passes like around January of 2020 for, you know, even there even the uptick of passes of people like me who were only getting passes because it was the 100th and be, you know and stuff like that. Even the uptick from there and then look at what the numbers were in January of 2020 and look at what the numbers are now. What do you think? What do you think it's times? Oh, oh it's at least I, doubled. At least doubled. Oh, I'd I say. Can, I can <laughs> tell you, past Disney pass holders are still getting knots because of the reservation system where they're like, well, I can get some dates, but during those times, I have a lot of Disney friends at knots. So I'd rather meet up with them over there because guess what? We all can go at the same time and plan, you know, have to not worry about it. He can come later, she can come later, but we all can meet. And I, I mean, I'd go to that. Universal if it wasn't so far. Yeah, um, Universal's just, I don't want to, I personally don't want to drive to L.A. Yeah, but not supposed to get all time. Um, towards the, I'm not going to lie, by the time I would say 10, a lot of people left. It was pretty oh, empty. I, I what, time was that, what time was that over? 11? 11. Uh, actually, a lot, you know, like, I really, for some reason, liked it because I wanted my barbecue sauce, and so I went, made sure I found a general store, then, I forgot, I went to another store, no, just to go check the, uh, the little booths because they were still open, some were closing, then by the time I went to the geo store, and then my daughter just jacked a rock and gave it to the guy, he straight cut that shit. And I was like, okay. And then my lady's like, well, that's what you wanted. I didn't even know the price of it. I still forgot to ask my lady. And, yeah, it, I don't think it was that expensive. But, and I told her to make sure it was uh, hollow not and not a solid rock. But she ended up picking a solid rock. Um, by the time I did all that, it was probably like 1130. And there was still people slowly leaving the park. Um, hey, you don't want to stop people from leaving the parks early? More ice shows. <laughs> <laughs> and less fights. You know what is really good this year, though? Fights? Those turkey balls, they were popping. <laughs> yeah, too, bad. too bad now they've been replaced by a shitty ham sandwich. No, well, but you can... You can still get them, right? Somewhere. The turkey balls came back for the Halloween, the merriest. Yeah. But you can get them still. I don't know. Are they still a part of the... Um, 
Are they part of the? the I don't know if they're thing? part of the meal know. plan, but they're just part of the Mary Nights. So I, and I don't think they have. Um, they switched the. Uh, the side is Brussels sprouts with what's in. No. Or something. Yeah, but there was something else too. Wasn't there mashed potatoes or something? Something. Yeah, there was mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, and now yeah. that's. Um, that uh, I think they took that off now. That's gone. There's. That's um, what they take off. Yeah, they took that off, and now it's uh, not cranberry. Do uh, they not understand their demographics? Nobody wants the br- the fucking Brussels sprouts. Yeah, no, they, they kept their Brussels sprouts. She told everybody that they're fat from Disney. They hired her. <laughs> they're like, we don't need mashed potatoes. You give those fatties some Brussels sprouts. Oh, they replaced them with cashews. Yeah, nobody. What? Rose, rose and cashews. Yeah, what? I could see that. I mean, yeah, I would have if they had replaced it the Brussels sprouts with cashews, that would have been fine. I no. like cashews, but I mean, what difference does it make if you're giving Brussels sprouts when you're already giving a freaking ball, fried ball of turkey and stuffing? So, like, what difference does it make when you're giving a, a Brussels sprout? I Don't try to act like you're being a healthy meal by putting know, Brussels sprouts on there. Were, they were just cutting. Like, give me some fucking green beans. Be an adult. <laughs> I think what they were doing was is um to make it for the um the the special like foods they they cut the portions down. So they brought the portion up because when we got the portion of the turkey balls for the holiday at the broiler, mashed potatoes huge serving, huge servings, huge servings. I think they cut those down. Uh, and right. what they cut out was the mashed potatoes when they should have cut out the Brussels sprouts and kept the mashed potatoes, quite frankly, but whatever. Well, yeah, I, I think it might be because if it's a smaller portion, what are they serving it on? Is it on a plate or is it like on a little dish thing like Disney does? Because if that's uh, so, the case, it would it would be harder to get the mashed potatoes on there. It'll be less messy, whereas a Brussels sprout is a solid item. I don't know. That could be part of it, It's too, like but, a small round plate. But anyways... Um, yeah, so <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what's left because. <laughs> well, what did you think of the announcements at that drop? You know, with the hotel and. Uh, before you get to that, real quick, I have one. I do have one thing that I don't know if any of you guys saw about. It has to do with Small World. Yes, same I've right. Conflicting reports about Small World. So okay, I'm here's what I've heard about Small World, and uh, the report I I hear in the speculation that I'm hearing. Is coming through Dave Koenig. That's what yeah. I posted in my group. Koenig. Yep. Okay. Koenig, whatever. I've met the guy. Yeah. I'll call him wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, I have too, and he said Koenig when I met him. So there you go. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> nice. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he uh, is. He's reporting that the okay backstory. Uh, Small World closes for changing mm-hmm. over to Small mm-hmm. World Holiday. On refilling of the trough, they apparently left the trough refilling. It sprung a leak and has damaged components. That is the official or unofficial uh, report. Word. But Koenig is is, uh, speculating, and from what he hears, as that the damage is on the order of what happened with World of Colors uh, electrical, electrical room when it got flooded and caused elect- uh, World of Color to be down for over a year a few years ago, uh, which we all remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and the parts are rare. <laughs> and and the, But yeah, what makes this even worse is that some of the parts 
or original 1960s uh, parts from when Small World opened, which makes it even more of a tricky situation. And the speculation is that not only will Small World probably not reopen for uh, Holiday Small World, it may not reopen for well over a year. If the, if a the, year uh, and a if, half. A year and a half if, the, if, yeah. if Koenig's theory holds up that it's as bad as what uh, World of Colors damage was. And the and the uh, the OG parts being the, uh, the the thing that might cause it to be even longer. Um, I I get that, and I mean he's fairly reliable as far as stuff. Um, with World of Color, you imagine the damage was extensive because of where the room is located and the fact that it was flooded. If this is just parts, we're in an era where you can three D print them now, so. I mean, is that gonna? I wonder if that would make it. That's any if they have. That's if they have a scan of the original part, and if any of the parts haven't been damaged enough to be uh, to be scanned. So I'm not the most up to date with 3D printing. I know you can make stuff. Um, you can definitely reproduce stuff, but what about making it original? Doesn't that have to just require uh, basically blueprints? I mean, I don't that, know. You, I don't know what would, the parts are. I mean, I because, suppose, you, know, like, you always hear parts like, okay, well, well this part wasn't. They have to dig in the archives. So, yeah, but, Michael, what I'm saying is you obviously know what the part looks like. So if you don't have a blueprint or a scan of that, someone could do that. Yes. And, and put that I don't together see because that's, that's their virtual the reality as well. Have you guys uh, watched the uh, archives special yet? No, not yet. There's no, a whole the section where launched. they... <clears throat> they have a whole. There's a whole section where they talk about uh, how they have uh, been scanning, um, taking like multiple pictures and doing uh, real scans of almost every item in the archives, where they could get, put them in the computer, and then uh, some props and things or things from the parks that have deteriorated, they could uh, scan them and basically create a, a brand new super real uh, 3d model and then that they they can use for uh doing a, a 3d scan uh yeah printer and I, I replace imagine that it, so it wouldn't be... they would probably do exactly that right not that it's basically if you're creating it who knows how time consuming it is or how difficult it would be but the technology is there to, to do that so by the holiday season i totally could see if it was an issue of well it's not going to open this holiday season because of that like because that does that does take time i mean it isn't something you whip together real quick it's you know Delicate work because it has to be in the right spots and like you know they're just that kind of thing. So didn't this happen once before? Small World had something happen when it was supposed to be holidays and then it didn't end up reopening. Oh no no no, no. the fire. No, that was it. Didn't it, it? Oh, it it closed after the holidays, but then didn't reopen for all entire year after the fire. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, what that's it was. Yeah, after the holidays, they closed for yeah. the refurbishment back oh, to normal, and then it, but it they never fire. reopened. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. <laughs> Small world is bad luck. Maybe this is their opportunity to replace but, everything. But they are still doing the shows on the outside, so they're still running the fireworks on it, and they're still doing the fifteen right. and half an hour an hour um, shows. Oh yeah, I mean the ride not running doesn't affect any yeah. of that, so that's no, good. no, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, which is so what I, a lot of people a lot of people do. I mean the ride, yeah, it's a cute ride. The the line does get a little bit longer than than normal during the holidays because it is the holiday theme ride, but. I mean, if you've been on it before, other than um, actually that ride, other than, of course, the the layover, um, other than adding some of the characters to it a few years ago, there's anything different about it. 
it, it's a you mean it's a crowd puller, you know, especially yeah, during the nighttime. It's big, big numbers. Yeah. You the can, problem with losing numbers. Small World is that it, uh, and we'll see. It. <laughs> You'd have to know whether they're even adjusting. Is that it drops attendance? It drops capacity significantly. So because closer to ride that that has that much uh, people throughput, that drops capacity significantly. Oh, you mean and across have, the park? Well, yeah, across the park. Yeah. It drops the park capacity because every time yeah. you have a ride closed or anything, uh, something like that closed, it drops the capacity of the park down because you don't have people to be in there. However many so, hundreds or thousands per right. hour. Right. So yeah. however many hundreds of people that would normally be in line and on the ride are now going to be in the park. So that's going to drop capacity. And uh, we'll see if that's uh, if they're actually going to make accounting for that, because in theory, it's supposed to drop capacity. But whether they actually do it since the I don't even know, are they still they're running at full capacity now? So, uh, right. Uh, no, they can't full, be running at full capacity. I, I don't think so. They, not they, yet. Oh, they're still not allowed to be. No, no, I know it has nothing to do with that. There's no restrictions in Orange County. It's just their policy. That's what the whole. That's yeah, what the they're, whole they're doing what they want to do. I, well, I've heard different people speculate it's somewhere around eighty percent. It's not. It's more than fifty. It's definitely more than fifty percent because um, it's not like it was in the summertime. It but it's not. It's not unmanageable. It's close. It's well, in theory, unmanageable. if they're running at eighty percent, they should go down to something like uh, seventy-six, seventy-eight percent, seventy somewhere so between seventy-six and seventy-seven percent, or something like that, because of Small World being closed. In theory. If you were to do the math, the math is complicated with how capacity works, but without knowing the exact numbers of what uh, Small World does, but it will make a difference on how many people you see around the park if they don't uh, just capacity. The whole area will be down, and then the the fact that you don't have magical map at all, no plans, no nothing, and then let's not even yeah, let's not even mention that when Toontown closes, that's also going to. Uh, affect capacity so you're gonna have that whole north end of the park which would have uh had lots of people uh keeping the chairs lots of people (laughs) up at the north end of the park that wouldn't normally be anywhere else in the park are now not going to be there because there's not going to be no reason to be there so those people are all going to be everywhere else so yeah if they don't adjust capacity you're going to notice uh the park getting busier in the time when toontown and if uh, small world stays closed that long Unless they have what? So it's just it's something to monitor. Let's just put it that way. The station, you think they'll shut down the station or just leave that still open? Toontown Station? There's no reason to shut down. There's no reason to shut down Toontown Station because it isn't technically in Toontown. Right. They'll just put up a wall on the other side of the road tracks. Those walls, Michael. How long were those walls there when they were redoing the planners or whatever it was? Um, right there. Anyway, the only thing that you had access to besides the restroom right there was the the train, and that was a little. Right. Of, uh, yeah, that little section they blocked the yeah. whole thing off. Yeah, that it was like that anyway, so it really isn't going to do that anything. That was a good vaping section for a bit, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, one of the things you got to watch out for is that um, with all – okay, I understand the capacity thing, but you got to take – you really got to take advantage of the fact that everybody wants to watch the parade and wants to watch the um, uh, the fireworks because um, that is going to pull people they, – they always do. But being that particular parade, it's going to pull a lot of people away from rides because the ride times went okay, down okay. significantly when um, You're about the, the parade was parade? going on. No, the the Christmas parade. Oh, the Christmas parade, parade itself. Right yeah. Right now. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. That's going to be down. So Bye. Pirates was at a steady 40 minutes all day. <laughs> and the minute the parades were starting, it dropped <laughs> 20 minutes. 
That sounds about right. Yeah, we yeah. we were walking down uh, Main Street to go over to cross over to DCA when people were starting to get ready for the fireworks. A, a solid thirty minutes before the fireworks, yeah. and um, I mean, I, I think I saw a group of people spell out COVID in the crowd because it was just COVID soup. <laughs> in the, in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah well, it's Rona soup these packed. days. You yeah. like, triple vaxxed and go hope for the best. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the the um, a lot of people probably aren't appreciating the the uh, the you know how busy the or or not busy the parks are right now are not appreciating the fact that you know this whole time there has been no uh, parades, no phantasmic, no uh, they have had have they had fireworks or not even fireworks? So yeah, they've had fireworks. Yeah, they've, they've had, had they have. yeah they've had them for a so while now. They've at least had that, but you know I mean not without parades. And without uh, Fantasmic, which always made a big deal on, uh, you know, um, certain areas, uh, you know, you got you have people that would normally be, you know, and then you have the people who would be normally sitting waiting for a parade all freaking day who are now mm-hmm. free to walk around and do other things because they're not having to sit and wait for a parade all day. So you have that all going on. So you have a lot of different factors that make it, uh, you know, hard to judge the way things are in the parks compared to, you know, a normal year where you yeah. have all these extracurricular activities going on. But next year with the return of Fantasmic, with the return of the electrical parade, wherever it may be, with the return of World of Color, that's going to draw, you know, that's going to bring start bringing things back as far as the way walkways and crowds in certain areas of the parks during certain times of the day, it's going to make a difference. And uh, it, it will probably semi start to signal a return to some sort of normalcy at Disneyland. Uh, I mean, but I don't see any uh, normal probably by 2023 at Disneyland as far as crowds start to uh, be. But I uh, mean, summer will be packed like crazy. Well, yeah, summer's now is going to yeah. be packed. So oh, I mean, yeah. but uh, you know, so yeah, it's just interesting. Uh, so I mean, uh, use that as a segue to go back to what Michael was trying to talk about, and that's the announcements from uh, Destination D23. Uh, which which was including the uh, Fantasmic, World of Color, and uh, Electrical Parade announcements. Uh, how, uh, how much uh, duct tape do you think is going to be on uh, Electrical Parade now? I mean, they just a lot of zip ties. Out of, uh, zip ties and duct tape. They're going to be uh, running out of uh, supply by now. They're going to have to mm-hmm. make a run to Ace Hardware. But uh, <laughs> if uh, somebody wants to talk about uh, Magic Bands... Wow, I didn't expect that. No. That I did not expect. No, we've we've speculated on it for a, a few long years time. now. Ever since yeah. the 60th, because I think we talked about that. We thought that they were going to make an appearance around leak. the 60th. And then, what was it, about a year after the 60th or sometime around the 60th, that those that one uh, scanner machine started to appear at, at uh, Space Mountain? And we thought oh, that, that yeah. was gonna be we thought that was gonna be a precursor to magic bands, but instead it just being ended up being the precursor to uh uh fast pass being faster. <laughs> fast pass phone scan. <laughs> yeah, fast pass phone scan. So <laughs> Yeah, I was I was just like fiftieth I fiftieth anniversary, you know, when they put it all together, I was like, Okay, well that kinda makes sense, you know. I, if they were just going to throw it in just be to fool people, I was like, okay, you're super milking this thing. I mean, that's pretty, you know, if without that 50th, I would say that's it. Retire this thing already. 
You know what I mean? I really thought, you know, maybe they were going to sneak in the paint tonight. You know, maybe I was like, but then at the same time, um, earlier this year, my friend, he works at Galaxy's Edge, and he was like, hey, I'm going to send you a picture. And it's the the Eagles' uh, float was out at the edge of the Winter of the Warehouses. And he thought they were it was going to come this summer. And he's like, hey, Mike, it might come out. And I think I said a while ago, I was like, well, I see, you know, my electrical party might come out. You did. And, I remember you talking about the uh, the floats uh, being spotted. Yeah, and he ended up saying no. They ended up winning to Burbank. They all went in trailers. They all got taken away in the trucks. So I was like, okay, well, maybe they're going to send it to Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. That's what I was thinking. But I guess they ended up just lacing it back up at Burbank and then bringing it back. Because he didn't see he didn't see him come back, uh, you know, back in the warehouse. So... They ain't seen because he always sits in the back, looks around. Uh, when, right before Christmas, he already sent me one of the tops right behind Galaxy's Edge near uh, uh, Hungry Bear. It was just sitting there waiting. So I, I totally forgot to let you guys know that one. Um, but yeah, nothing much. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, the parades are here!" And then the announcement, boom, out of nowhere. So I was. Really Do you think it's that. possible that, or like any? I mean, I know we Dan missed a big diatribe about Chalk Peck that he may or may not uh, cut out. But uh, uh, I don't know. I'm good. Thanks. Do you think that uh, we're going to have to listen to it? But Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, do you think that um, there's a possibility that they, while it was in Burbank, there was a refurbishment? Or do you think that based on what we discussed earlier, that they're cheap and that they would never do anything like that? I don't know. LED lights are cheap. Because you know? I mean, what I mean, how hard could it be to do a, you know, fix really some things that are broken and do a complete switch over to LED lights? If that trailer is what we've seen, I don't see no difference. <laughs> and the snail. I mean, do you see a difference in the snail? I didn't. I don't know. Well, I didn't see the trailer. What was the? Where was the video shot? Was it something from Disneyland? Because obviously, if it's at it Disneyland, it looked like a Burbank warehouse. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it was real dark, so, and then so the snail comes then. out. Yeah, yeah but the, uh, the snail still looks like it was. Well, so not, in person, I mean, on a video, you may not. Do, do you think you would see a discernible difference between the old lights and the uh, LED lights, like in a video? I don't know. I was kind of disappointed when I saw it when it released because I really thought they replaced all all the bulbs with all LED lights. But you can yeah. tell they had still had some old school lights on it. I guess we'll find out at some point. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's the shocking thing. They didn't show any really reveal, but that trailer, it looked like it was in Burbank, so I was like, ah, oh, okay, so we're just going to have to wait unless they do, like, a teaser or if they have, you know, the news media show it in advance saying, here's the preview of it, or you get the cast member preview videos. <laughs> that's the only thing we're going to wait because I, I right. really don't think they're going to drop anything else. Yeah. And I, I was shocked with the hotel, even though what it's not set to do for, I think it's what twenty twenty three, the with the whole is it the Disneyland hotel? Oh, the uh, the the new uh, tower. Yeah, looks fancy. I didn't, I didn't see the dates on that. I just no, saw I, the uh, I just saw the concept art and the concept art of the new plaza. It kind of looks a little bit like uh, the Grand in ways. Well, they need to because it's a DVC. Oh. And DVC members 
are used to a certain, you know, the whole point of DVC is that it's for extended stays and it's for like, yeah, it's for kind of like, you're not going to get a DVC member at pop century. So yeah, they had to make it like a, a higher end because it's a DVC. You, you know what this, you know what it is, right? It's a compromise. They didn't get that whole entire hotel that they yeah. wanted, which was supposed to be a whole entire DVC hotel. So yeah. instead they're getting a, a tower. I have so, a feeling, though, that the city of Anaheim realized something really important, which is they need <laughs> to see more than they thought. And yeah. I have a feeling that Disney is going to get um, – they're going to get some of what they want from the city of Anaheim now. And I wouldn't be surprised if the city of Anaheim approved some of their expansion measures that they weren't approving before. Yeah, um, if Chopek so, still cares about that kind of shit. No, I think he does um, because of the fact that it's going to end up – uh, it's going to pull in a bunch more people, but then if he can figure out how to do it so that it um, will benefit like the new things they want to do with Disney plus and that kind of thing. Cause that's what I feel. I feel like he's trying to fund Disney plus stuff in the movie. And well, then what he, what he needs to do then is to bring back the, uh, the Eastern gateway idea. And then he needs to buy garden walk. And then you have downtown Disney extend all the way from where it is now through the Eastern Gateway and then into Garden Walk is uh, is um, downtown Disney East, and that's what he needs to do. And then it'd be a very it would be very much like Florida. Yeah. And, and then they could rename it. Then they could rename that? it. Then they could rename it Disney Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they oh. talking about that a walkway that they canceled? It uh, was back up again. Uh, what walkway? You're talking about the Eastern Gateway. Yeah, aren't there talks about that again? I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard. Oh, I, I haven't heard anything, but I mean, who knows what uh, you know? Other websites may have, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously, they have their focus on trying to at least do part of their little uh, western end of downtown Disney. Uh, thing that they wanted to do, or they're gonna get they're get the, what what we're getting is the compromise from that. Like I said, you're getting the tower instead of a hotel or hotel, and you're still gonna get your redesign of what used to be the AMC Plaza. Yeah. So that's gonna be cool. That at least we're gonna finally get the uh, the culmination of what was started with all of those places that ended up closing at the end, which is probably why they're putting priority on that because they know they have all those empty. You know, empty uh, play, you know, things like AMC has been just sitting there all this time, and it's a you know, graveyard uh, ES- on that side. ESPN yeah. Zone has been, you know, things in and out of it, and you know, things in and out of, uh, you know, uh, Rainforest. Is that is that? Uh, yeah, Galaxy's it's still the Edge Star Wars. Thing? It's still the Star it's still Wars. Still there? Thing. Okay. Yeah, I was just I mean, there uh, a couple weeks ago. But you really is it going to stay? That to be there. I mean, they just. I, want I don't know if it's going to stay. That's just. Um, well, it's probably going to stay it was, until they close all that shit to start the re- the remodeling. Yeah, it opened during <laughs> COVID. It opened during COVID to sell the stuff from Galaxy's Edge, which was all brand new and a lot of people hadn't seen. Rise had only been open what not even barely a month. Yeah. Before the shutdown, so they were really trying to push um, all of that. And I don't know if you've been there. It doesn't even use up all of Rainforest. It no, only no, uses up basically the entryway. That. Yeah, I was super disappointed when you told me that all it did was use the gift shop, and I was like, "That's so stupid." They could yeah. have easily taken up all of the dining room space. Well, yeah, the, theme, the be- theming is the theming is cool because yeah. it is you know a hidden base in the like the forest. But like, it, no, I, I when I went, and I, actually, now I think about it, I bought a shirt last time I went, 
Um, but it, it nothing to write home about on, on the end there of ESPN zone. They change that. Um, it's always an, an art piece that's back there. Some kind of a mural they change out. Mm-hmm. So most recently it was um, uh, the haunted mansion for the 20th anniversary of uh, this year's the 20th anniversary of the nightmare before Christmas layover. Right. Um, so it was that, but that that's a largely dead part of the downtown Disney. Um, there's a stage set up over there too. So they did bring back live entertainment some of the bands that were playing on the stage in Tomorrowland uh, play there kind of on the regular. So they get people over yeah, there. Yeah, I saw somebody comment. Through that. I saw somebody comment something about, oh, are they going to keep the stage? They just <laughs> opened it. I'm like, no, you do not see the uh, no. concept art. There's no place for a stage on that concept art. And I don't know what they have planned. I, I saw it myself, but I haven't really looked too deep. And I think we brought this up before. Downtown Disney does not have a lot of kid-friendly options to eat. And nope. that's something that's severely lacking um, in there. It they went for a little bit more upscale, even when they redid the area when House of Blues closed to open Splitsville and Black Tap and all that. You're, you're not catching. That's not kid friendly. There's no. nothing there that that they're gonna eat. I mean, you've all met it's my kid. The he's, Uva he's bar, like playing around the umbrellas. It's just, I feel really bad for for people with yeah. younger kids because <laughs> there really isn't anything. I think no. they. I think that tells you all you need to know is that they don't want kids in downtown Disney. They want kids in the park. I oh. don't even know if they want kids in the park. Have you seen some of how <laughs> with the stroller debacles? Like, thank God I don't have strollers. That, Jeez Louise, what a disaster. That was shocking a drop. Oh I'm not going to lie. That it was a shocking mess. drop. We, so we, we, knew that the, we knew the tram walk was going to be crazy when we got to Disney yesterday um and so we actually took the we went through downtown disney and took the monorail um which was okay but the monorail like if you have a stroller trying to get you have to go up on the you have to go up the s the elevator then once you get up there you've got to fold it and they're like yelling at you to fold your stroller while you're still trying to hold the kid fold the stroller get it ready to get on the monorail to get i was like i don't think disney wants kids here i think they want Disney wants people who are like 16 to 100 and they want you to spend all that money. No, they want parents to know how to fold up their goddamn stroller before they get up there. To put it fair, no place. Places are actually stroller friendly. Oh, there's completely fair with it. It it is. There's not not one law that requires them to be stroller friendly. But Anthony's right. Yeah, he's right. The the thing with that is, is he's right. Um, Stores are convenience. Having They're not a, a right. And and Michael has too, but you know, having have dragged around those those strollers, um, they just kept getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. I, mean, I when I got it for my oldest daughter, she's fifteen now. It was a stroller system, nothing like I had when I was a kid. I mean, we had, we had an that umbrella, one stroller. umbrella stroller with umbrella like strollers. the janky yeah. wheel. So that now, yeah. That's now, what I rolled around in. It, it became kind of a necessity to carry around the diaper bag and stuff, and it, and it was in there. But I wasn't carrying around a ton of crap. I carried necessities when I went to the park. So because I've taken that, I've taken the stroller system that my kids had. Um, you know, underneath the thing, I had the diaper bag that had, of course, a change. Of, we always had a change of clothes. Always yep. had, you know, diapers, um, some kind of a snack for the kid. But as the kids got older, they learned to carry their own backpacks. You know, yeah. and I had the stroller with me, and I encouraged them to and walk. The extra clothes. We always, yeah, we always made sure our stroller was one that folded. And even the older one, after I had my son, um, even you know the the little one, she's three years older. 
she couldn't walk around the whole day, so we had an umbrella stroller, which was you know smaller. But everything folded up, but these things just kept getting bigger and bigger, and people bringing like they're moving in. Rivers of America got nothing but strollers taking over. You know who you know you know whose fault it is when I I almost positive just because I I could tell you a small little story from when I worked at Universal, but um, the uh, I I blame for the large strollers is Eddie Bauer. Yeah, and there's um, no yes, and that's no joke. No, no, no. It, no a lot of them you, are Eddie Bauer strollers. Yeah. You know what's I think we had a Graco or something, but it's it's all done by Eddie Bauer. Like that was the design. Everything was based off that. Yeah. The uh, when I worked at Universal in the early, I worked there from ninety seven through two thousand two, yeah. and um, <clears throat> Michael, do you remember the old stroller check in at Trams where it was just like a like a bricked off little open session with little I uh. Yes, I worked there one day. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that I think that's about the time when, when strollers started really getting ridiculous. And Big. I first learned the name Eddie Bauer, other than on the back of like a Suburban, um, I started seeing it on strollers. And I was like, we would start, they'd start bringing these big-ass strollers. And it, when the we got busy one. on busy days, or not busy days, I could take a stroller that was open and easily just put it into a slot. And while you, if you, for you to check in while you got on the tram tour, but we got to the point when it was busy, like during summer and Christmas, where oh, we had to fold the stroller in order for us to get in all the strollers because there'd be like a thousand of them in our stroller check-in, and people <laughs> would roll up with their diaper bag and all their freaking jackets and all their freaking merchandise and You're everything like, that they owned on top of their stroller, and I'd say you have to fold it, and they'd be like, "What? I have to? I can't fold it." You could, if you don't want to fold it, you could put it over there, but we're not responsible if anything gets stolen. Or you could be an adult and you could fold it up and give it to me, and then I will protect your shit if I don't decide I want to steal it. And then they get mad because you push, you have to make them walk where near the exit to go move their stuff. And they're like, well, the tram's right here. I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. It's over there. You see how those people are loading all the strollers? That's where you have to go. But I want this roll right here. And I'm like, oh. Just yeah, take so that's that's my yeah. that's my that's my story about the beginning of when strollers started getting too big. I'll tell you right now, strollers nowadays, as wide as they have gotten, they would not have fit fit in those slots that we had specified for strollers at oh, the no old way. at the old uh, stroller check in. They would not have fit because that's how much strollers have gotten way too wide. And the, don't even get me started on on double wides. They were out back then, but we hey, we would just tell them, sorry, we can't check that in. <laughs> Kings yeah. big. Kings big. <laughs> All right, we're going on a 20-minute rant about strollers. Let's wrap it up. Well, back to the kids to kind of wrap this up. Um, well, I, that's what we did. I, I made sure we could do that, and I encouraged as soon as my kids got old enough, they started carrying around their own backpack with their own jacket, with their own water, with their own snacks. Like, you'd be responsible for your, you know, yourself. Yeah, there were times we got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm only going to take the one umbrella stroller because they kind of aged out of it my daughter got old enough and my son you know his little legs get, would get tired so I take the umbrella one why because it's i can fold it up real quick and toss it somewhere like it doesn't it's real easy to manage um but that's how that works man get them out as soon as you can i mean it would be I, extremely I, satisfying if disney took the ball had the balls to say no strollers except our umbrella stroller you know what bothers yeah. me and more we did that for a while too i stopped taking ours and just renting one but those things are wide 
Yeah, the new the one. Parking is just the, it's the stroller parking that's out of control when there's no room, like at Pirates. Like if you go and then in Fantasyland, you're just oh my Pinocchio. Deep, and Insane. I'm like, oh my goodness, they like I see people baby wearing, and I'm like, bless you, bless you for baby wearing because these strollers are. Aaron and I were like, oh my, we couldn't believe it because. I guess I haven't seen it like that in a really long time because Knotts isn't that bad. Um, no. and we had been going to Knotts and it was just yeah, because that, that's just going to get me started on a whole nother rant. Stroller parking—that's a whole nother rant. <laughs> that I'm just going to say one thing that they're an eyesore. They're going to continue to be an eyesore, and I don't know how people don't complain that they don't get regular guests going to maybe because the line's always so long that every guest who doesn't have kids should go to complain about how much of an eyesore. Uh, stroller parking is because it <laughs> ruins some of the nicest, prettiest places and best photo ops in the parks because there's just strollers there and you can't want to take yeah. picture of all those strollers. My you best can. example, and then I'll shut up is so Dan can finish this up, is at um, during Halloween a, a few years ago over at DCA in Harsland. You know how in front of City Hall that they turned to put they made oh, the I faces. Hate that. On oh, city wall, and then they turn it into a fucking stroller parking. Flooded. They turn it into a stroller parking, and you can't take a picture of it. You can't take a picture of something that they've that they've decorated, so that way you can look at it and take pictures of it. But then they ruin it by turning it into a stroller parking, or I don't know if they turn it into a stroller parking. Somebody allowed them to turn, allowed people to turn it into a stroller parking rather That's than allowed, being like. Remember, they would move strollers before. They yeah. would, you know why? They're moving them again. Yeah, because if, you know, because every when I used to do it a lot, that little section to the left, that little round section, a lot of people just stand there and block the area for the strollers. So those people, if they can't, you know, they'll wedge in, but if they can't find a spot, that's where they head towards the statue and just blocks all that area, and that's where it gets backed up. A lot of people I mean, parents that are sitting there are asses with the tables. A chair just blocking spots like, oh, who's sitting there? Like, oh, oh, somebody's coming. When after 10 minutes later, the same person never comes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Disney, Disney, literally, they're so stupid that they have no idea, for some reason, the amount of space it would free up in the parks if they got rid of strollers and stroller parking. Like, literally, like... Sometimes you imagine that the the attendance must be a lot lower on special parties and stuff because the the, the attendance is lower. No, I think the attendance is the same. There's just no strollers. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like there's less people because there's no strollers and more scooters. Oh God! Don't uh, don't don't start that one. Don't no, that. no, no. You gotta go. No. Time you to wrap up. How many times I've been almost. Lost my ankles to stro- to scooters and again murdered people inside of parks because of it. Don't even, don't even, as they say, don't even at me. My toes got ran over with my sandals. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and you All didn't right. Them. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I'm sorry. This one's gonna sound a little choppy and uneven, but we had some technical difficulties. So thanks for. Sticking around towards the end, we had a lot to talk about. Um, I'm sure we will, because yeah, I think a few of us are going to be taking some more trips to the park pretty soon. Plus, I'm sure we'll get some more announcements, and there's now tons of crap to talk about 
that's just dropped on Disney Plus, uh, including the Jungle Cruise, which I can finally watch. And I'm off. Yeah, to it was really so good. Some, it was really good. I didn't pay for it, but as soon as it came out, nonstop good. I didn't have no issues. It was good. And uh, like I said, you guys should check out that archives. Uh, unfortunately, I'm it's only a one-hour documentary. I really think that they could have turned it into a series. Oh, uh, 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 I thought it was a series. More in- no, I thought it was too. It's only a one-hour documentary. Oh. It could have easily have turned it into a series and went more in-depth on each different thing that Don Hahn uh, visits, each different place that he visits. But uh, towards the end, when he goes into Walt's office and they start playing some things, uh, I, don't blame yourselves if you guys get a little bit of some in your eye. Classic. Classic. All right. Sounds good. Maybe I'll watch that right now. All right. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, super lengthy episode, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try nice. to catch Encanto uh, over the weekend. Uh, yes, I think I'm going to try to catch Ghostbusters, I think, on Tuesday. And then try to catch a cocktail on on uh, probably maybe Saturday in the morning before everybody gets to the movie theater. Uh, so that's what we got going on. So anybody, anything else? No. Uh, no. Just hopefully go to Sea World, maybe the zoo, maybe go to Knott's one more time. <laughs> All right. We'll see about uh, the beginning of December doing something else. And everybody, I guess, have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. So